And I will not be silent. I will always worship you. As long oh, as my cue. I am breathing. <laughs> I will always worship you. What's up, bro? What's happening? What a week! What a week! What a week! Say, what a week! What a week! Listen, I need. I could. I, I'm tired. Okay. What's up, church family? Hey, Welcome church to family. the Church's Podcast. I am your boy Doc Reed, and I got my sis here with me. Whitney Michelle is in the building, and we have another special guest special in the guest. building. Yay. This is like my second mother right here. Second mother? Really? Listen, this lady done seen me at my worst times. Oh, man. Whoa. Oh, man. At my, my worst times. But we have Miss Deb yeah. in the building. Miss Deb. Miss Block Love Woo! Charlotte is in the building. What's up, Miss Deb? Miss Deb, how are you? I'm good, but you just called me old. Did you say I'm No, she, I said like a second he mom. He called you old. No, he no. Did. You can't even rethink older that. You, you can't fix it. <laughs> you, can you just have to be older than me to be like a second mom because she's more than like an right, auntie. You're being time out. An auntie is like Don't that lady that you know. You should have I mean? called her auntie. Nah. See, aunties were. Uh, let me explain real quick. Please. Then we go get into. I feel it. honored, but old at the same time. No, so we know you're not. Like, but we know you're you not. I'm gonna tell you. Okay. Aunties were my mom's best friends. If your mom, okay. if you grew up with your mom's best friends, they were your aunties. So she's not like your mom's best friend. She's like your she's, mom. She's she's more to me gotcha. than my mom's best friend. Gotcha. See what I'm saying? I'm yeah, he can't and fix old. that. But that. Ooh, ooh, that's what he said. I love you, doctor. I done got put on timeout. That's what he said. I ain't a hot two minutes into the podcast. Not even. But okay, we go. We're glad you're here. Yes. We are so glad you are here. So, Ms. Depp, tell us, or tell them, of course, I know, tell them about Block Love Charlotte. So, Block Love Charlotte is literally what we call it. We meet out on what I call the block and we spread love. Um, It doesn't matter what that looks like for us because we love on everybody in spite of, because that's what we expect in return and we expect it from our lord and savior so why not do it um block love a lot of people think we're all about meals we're more than just serving meals and more than just providing tents tarts and sleeping bags we are literally that hand that we once needed in our time of need Mm -hmm. like we try to tell everyone you don't have to be homeless you just got to be hungry you know that was a thing that came up through larry mims but we go so far beyond that. Like if you've got a need, if you're about to be evicted, if your lights are about to be cut off, if your kids are hungry, if you're hungry, if you need a job, if you need clothes, we have morphed into being able to provide all of those things. Um, And I tell people, we're just a phone call away. And a lot of times you can just flag my truck down and we are there. And the question we always get is how do we begin? We begin because it was the right thing to do. Mm. It could be me. It has been me. It could be you, and most of absolutely. those that we serve look just like us. Yeah, absolutely. That's dope. And use the government name. Shout out to No Limit. No, I limit was like, Larry. who is yeah. No yeah. Limit? No reason. Um. <laughs> so, Miss Depp, how long have y'all? Yeah. When did this been start? Servicing. 
so it for me, it began in 2016 because I was coming off of a divorce um, or separation and a divorce. And um, I, I honestly pray and just ask God to cover me, keep me, you know, you can come out of divorce and jump right back into a relationship mm-hmm. and do all types of crazy stuff. I could have been drinking. I could have been doping up. I could have been doing a lot of things, you know, depression could have taken over, but God gave me this vision to get out and start serving and, you know, no questions asked. And at the time, me and my kids, we were struggling ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like we were buying our groceries out of the Dollar Tree, but we would take time to get items set aside $20 to get items for other individuals because mm-hmm. we didn't want to be selfish. We wanted to serve. And I was working uptown in the law firm because I was in IT for over 23 years and I would see some of the same faces. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what? I'm not going to assume that they want money. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to assume that they want a meal. Yeah. I just started asking questions like, how can we help you? And it came about where one couple was like, we just need a cart to be able to get our groceries from the grocery store because it's two miles there, two miles back. Mm. And my youngest daughter wasn't running track anymore and I had this nice little red card out there and they were like, that was a game changer for them. Wow. So that's that's just what it's all about for us. So here we are 2023 and we're still doing it. You know, the giving has just grown to a point where we're not just on one particular block. We're pretty much throughout the city and beyond because we travel as well. Yes. Wow, that's dope. And the one thing Miss Deb left out, this is seven days oh, a week. Every day? Every single 365? 300, maybe 366 is Miss Leap. 300. Really? And Every 65. single day. So that was something that was unexpected. We found ourselves, as everybody else, in the midst of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And um, we were not a nonprofit at the beginning of 2020. I have applied in January of 2020 and then the pandemic hit us March 8th. We were like, just because when the pandemic doesn't mean the need stops. Right. And so I called my team and I was like, y'all know I'm radical. You all know I'm crazy, but this is what God told me. We got to put our lives on the line to serve. Like, I don't know what masks will look like. We laughed about it yesterday. We were using socks. We had one guy using underwear, but we knew we had to be out there because all of the other organizations had to halt their services. Mm-hmm. And at one time it was just us out there with city of Charlotte employees. Like we had to have letters to provide that we could be out there as mm-hmm. essential employees, wow. but we had to serve, you know, and it wasn't just a matter of one meal. We were doing for almost three months straight, three meals a day, over 250 people, we were going into wait, camps. Wait. We were providing meals to elderly, on, wait, to wait. kids. Let's yeah, we didn't stop. Story. Let's talk this. Story. I was out there. Well, I ain't, I ain't catch some of the breakfasts because that was too early. <laughs> but I was definitely there doing lunches, doing dinners, going this, to these. This was camps every day, every day, three meals a day, some and of those meals clothing I cook. and shoes on week like. Like had clothes and shoes like laid out like a smorgasbord of clothes and shoes, That's, and that 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 right rain sleet or something. Oh my god! Rain sleet. We was out there like the post office. Shut Come on, now, uh, Mister Delivery. Rain sleet, shine or snow. Mm-hmm. 
legit. That's crazy. So, like, do you have people just come and volunteer? Like, how do you have, how are you able to do this every day? So, honestly, we do depend a lot on our volunteers. Yeah. That's actually how we met Doc Reed. Yes, indeed. Like, back in 2019, we had a small volunteer base, which ended up creating our team. Yeah. And then when the pandemic hit, nobody had anything else to do. Right. And they were tired of being cooped up in the house. We were. You know, so they got out. They came and were part of something bigger than themselves. Yeah. You know, we always try to drive things through our social media campaigns. So we had people going live, you know, posting up, letting everybody know where we were at. And it grew and grew and grew and grew. And in 2020, we had over 300 volunteers. Oh, my God. So dope. And legit, a lot of things that I experienced on the block um, really, like, kind of shaped me, especially how I am now. And one of the people that we would serve, um, she was, she hit me. like. Yeah. Hit when you. I saw her and you know what when you think of homeless you always think oh it's some some crazy person or somebody on drugs yeah. or alcohol yeah. or, you know what I mean like just something got to be wrong with him yeah when I saw her with it was just like she's not supposed to be out here right you would have never thunk it like and I was so new to it. And I used to ask Ms. Deb, like, what's her story? Yeah. Like, I want to do something for her. Like, and I told him something. to ask. Ask right. her her story. And she just opened up and was so honest. And uh, before I stopped serving, when I had to start working again. <laughs> um, I had to go get a job. She got out of being homeless, she got her own Good. stuff and started working again. And shout out Good. to Miss Deb for helping. Like, and it's it's different to just feed, right? For sure, and clothe, right? But when I see Miss Deb out helping people get jobs, helping yeah. families become rest like restoring families yeah. and households, and you're like creating opportunities. That right. they, people can't see for themselves like that. And She's that's not band-aiding the problem. Right. Right. She is actually going She's in. really going hands, like hands right. on. And fixing it. Or helping like, them fix it. It is to see like when Miss Deb would do like the HBCUs mm -hmm. and like Smith would come. Winston did it. A&T mm -hmm. did it. Then sororities and fraternities did it. To see that impact. Yeah. Man. That, that is, is look at you out so here. So dope. Look at you out here changing lives in the streets of Charlotte, North Carolina. So dope. And what have her you? family like shout out to Kiki and CJ and hey, my heart, hey, CC. To see her children in it. Yeah. Cause that's what they see. That's what they know. Like come you, on, man. That's crazy, Miss Deb. Miss Deb them do a sleep out. No, nah, no, nah, Miss Deb, I ain't doing that. Yeah, I'll come out But there. you know what? A lot of people say it, but when you're around these individuals as much as we are, even our volunteers, your sleep out is like you're sleeping with family and mm -hmm. they protect you. Like they got you covered. Like they sat up all night with us. We laugh. I mean, all night long, we laugh. We were sleepy as I don't know what. And then we get up on a Sunday morning. We even had praise and worship together. Like that's what we do. We just... We 
are making the most of this life that God has given us. Yeah. And we, I don't call people that I support and serve clients or them Mm -hmm. people or those people. That's my family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you make it personal like that, a sleep out is nothing. It's like, oh, we get ready to go hang out all night. Now we can't wait till that sun come up. I (laughs) promise you, the sun takes forever to come up because you got those that we call the walking dead. And I laugh and y'all can't call them that, but I can call them that. Like y'all are the walking dead. Go to sleep. Like y'all have literally been about to take your tail to sleep. Why are you still up? Talking about Miss Deb, you good? What are you good? (laughs) Like you the one been up all night. My eyes ain't red. I done got a nap in. What is wrong with you? Talking about and I I am covered. How high is on my hip? Listen, are you good? I am covered in the name of Jesus. Hold my peace. You know, but listening to Doc, he he's putting his story kind of like lightly because the young lady he's referring to, not only could you look at her and tell that it was kind of like a puzzle piece that didn't belong, but he asked me how to approach it. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated that because as a young, because that was one of our like more personal conversations we mm-hmm. had in the very beginning. Right. Yeah. He wanted to know how to approach it. And I said, just ask. And I wish more people would take that opportunity to just ask. And when he asked, that's when we learned. She said, well, pride is keeping me from getting help. And Doc continued to check on her. And she said, thank you all. And that is what made her go to the resources right and come to find out her situation of homelessness had to do with some family issues yeah and now she she had her ph has her phd she is back on track she is a uh part-time <laughs> or was a part-time writer for pride magazine here in charlotte and was free- featured on the cover back in november of 2021 so you can't tell me that God isn't good Come and that on, he man. doesn't look out. And this is somebody that looks like you and me. And I right. mean, just as happy she's got her land back that she was waiting for. So, but it took a matter of trusting somebody with your situation where they wouldn't judge you where you were. Right. Because I didn't need nobody judging me when I was, I, I'm going to say this, I know it's a church show, when I was home, I wasn't a, a No, home, it's okay. But when I was hoeing, because be, I was listen. not treating I my body like I, I, right, yeah, I was okay. not treating my body like I was supposed to. I was drinking. Yeah, I mean, I was smoking sure. weed back in the day and in college because it was a survival thing to me. Right. So right. I was in school full time working three jobs and everybody was like, you like a robot. Yeah, I'm a robot because all this weed and I'm on. Right. But, you know, even as I was an alcoholic, yeah. you know, until I was 23. And I know y'all probably like, what, t- what time did you start? Like 13. Um, so, <laughs> Come like, on. You know, but when you look back at all of this and, and you say, thank God for those that didn't judge me in my mess, that didn't say no to me. And yes. the one word that she said to us was her pride. Pride is the number one mm. reason why people don't get help, why mm. they stay where they are. And so we want to break down that barrier called pride. I tell everybody, take it off, snatch it off. Yeah. If you can't snatch it off, pray it out. Yeah. And we literally will pray with them. God, remove this spirit of pride because you need help. Yeah. I don't care what your situation may look like, what it may be, because somebody else is going through what you're going through. Right. And and from us on the outside looking in, we have to make it so they don't feel that barrier of pride. Right. You know, and that comes from 
loving people where they are. I don't care if they're transgender. I don't care what yeah. they're smoking on, drinking on. I don't care what they smell like. I don't care what they if they have a deformity or disability, what that may look like. At the end of the day, they need the same grace that God gives us. Right. Absolutely. You know, like this, you kind not. I'm, I'm going to say it's, this is going to sound wild, but you remind me of Jesus. Like maybe not. Listen. No, 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 I, I, like I see you where you're coming from. <laughs> you definitely like the way that you love and like you really are not judging people and you are just living out of his literally heart. Literally living out like that is such and I, I wish I was more like you because if I'm seeing somebody that looks like me and I'm like, yo, how did you get here? Like naturally I'm gonna be like, well, what what did you do? Judging, not even thinking, just twice. But like you have really like you're a person clearly who you don't judge right at all like because i was when i first came out there i was uh hand hand sanitizer and security yeah i was in security right uh because this this is when i was this would look i wasn't he wasn't there god was god was back here somewhere okay he was on my mind but he was back here somewhere on it okay so I mean back there way to the bike um so a lot of times I was the one because Miss Deb like legit she walks around you yeah. know what I mean sometimes you're like where's Miss Deb and she down there a bunch of guys around her like hold on yeah. like, we're not gonna do this yeah. so but to see them and how they interacted with her mm -hmm. Now, of course, you got bad apples anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, but just to see the love yeah. and how they approached her in almost a, like a mama type yeah. vibe. You know what I yeah. mean? And to see all the hard work and, you know, Miss Deb got like storage full of stuff for these people. Like, where you be? It's just so awesome to see people, even people would ride by like, oh, this is, and would like come back with donations and it's, it, look. Where are you? Where do you be? I try to be everywhere, not intentionally, but I really do. I try to be everywhere. We generally set up at 100 Montford Point okay. every single evening at 530. We set up, we serve at 6. Um, that's at the intersection of 700 North Tryon, but we go to Betty's Four Road, we go to Sugar Creek, we go to Wendover, South Tryon, Milton Road. Like if someone tells me, Deb, it's a large group here, um, they don't get meals or we don't know the last time they got a meal. You know, we're there and we're having conversations. And even if I just take them a meal one time, I connect them to resources or I tell another organization that may be in their, that area and say, hey, it's a concentrated group of individuals that may need your assistance. Because I've learned in this nonprofit world that um, you're not supposed to step on anybody's toes. Mm -hmm. right. And, you know, I'm not about this whole cutthroat thing because I'm literally just moving the way God has assigned me yes. to move. Yeah. You know, you, you made the mention of, you know, being like Jesus, but we should all be that way. 
you know, a lot of, and I, I hope I'm not stepping on toes of pastors, preachers, ministers, apostles, all of the above, bishops, anybody in their respected places. But let me tell you, we talk about salvation, but when do we talk about love? Because love is going to get you somewhere. Right. Like I tell people, I got to love folks up and out of the stuff that they're yes. in. You know, I, I, I need people to take these breaks and stipulations off your giving. I just made that post. Take your stipulations off of your giving because guess what? God didn't put stipulations on his grace. Yes. So why do you have you stipulations on your giving? You better preach here. Like that yes. is like, I had somebody saying, well, I've got somebody, you know, they want to give, but the person has to be clean and they got to be in this age uh, mm -hmm. range. Mm -hmm. And I'm just listening. Like you reached out to me and asked me that. Or I've had church groups in the past and y'all, I'm not putting churches down. I've just had church groups in the past that will say, Miss Dale, we want to come out, but you out there serving um, the dope dealers and everybody else. Dope dealers got to eat. And guess what? If I love them enough, you never know yes, where they can come they up can out come of. Up right. And I've had a dope dealer come out of jail, <laughs> tell me, Miss Deb, I am done with the game. I am through with the game. And guess what? He has a legit job driving Amazon trucks. I ain't seen this brother in three wow. years. And I, I, I check and make sure he ain't locked up right. nowhere. Come on now. And I'm like, but guess what? It took him, when he came out of jail, he loved me and he hugged me. He said, girl, you looked out for me more than my mama. Mm. And I wasn't trying to be mom. Right. I was just literally just trying to show him love because right. I know it's hard. People are like, well, you go out there with killers and abusers. Guess what? I used to have my behind beat by my ex-husband. I am a domestic violence survivor and an advocate, but at the end of the day, I can't look at that. When they come out of jail and they asking me for help, how can I help you? Right. And women are abusers too. Girl, right. how can I help you? Right. And when I pray with them, keep your hands to yourself. If you can't keep it to yourself, keep it in your pocket. If you can't keep it in your pocket, you better touch yourself. And that's exactly Come how on I pray. Because I, I can't be cutesy with it. I can't be, oh my God, let's all come together. And if you Come smoke on, dope, get out of my line. If you drink, get out of my yeah, line. Yeah, if yeah. you're hoeing, get out of my line. Yeah. If you're a cusser, get out of my line. I wouldn't have a line. I wouldn't, it right. wouldn't be no need for me to be out there. Right. But what if they say that when you come to the altar, when you come into church, get out of my line because you're sleeping with so-and-so and so. Get out of my line because your, your son or daughter chooses to sleep with a boy and their boy or their girl and sleeping with a girl. Like yeah. you can't. Jesus does not move like that. Right. He does he not. Did, and, and I say does because he's still living to me. Right. Yes, but come on, man. Listen, he does not move like that. So why are we putting stipulations and breaks on our giving? It's not yes. fair. It's not right. If we freely give, because that's what it tells us to do. That's, that's what it teaches in the Bible. Now. We're supposed to freely Talk, give. Give and it shall be given unto you. Press down, shaking, shaking together, together. running mm -hmm. over. And I told Who people, better? everybody looks at giving and receiving differently. I look at receiving as I had a heart attack in 2021 and God Show gave me life. I mean, I was at death's door. They talking to me about hey girl you need a transplant and I'm talking to them uh-uh y'all ain't listening to my guy because that ain't what he said to me I came in here listen. with this heart and I'm gonna leave here with this heart and you they were ready to count me out with that heart and left with that heart and I did and, and when they retested me in 2022 they said guess what your heart has normalized I am a city miracle listen. I have no defibrillator don't. anymore in my body because my body said guess what I don't want it and so yeah. That is what a your reciprocation testimony. is. But everybody looks like, oh, I need my reciprocation in thank yous. You're not going to always get a thank you. You're right. going to get cussed out out there. Right. Listen, listen, and you might cuss back. Right. You I don't heard pastors take it to the level. I might. Listen, listen. Okay. So you can't say, oh, well, I can't. 
I gave so-and-so some socks and she didn't say thank you. Well, guess what? Somebody else may come along and give you a thank you. Somebody may place a blessing in your hand. Why are you giving if you're looking for an automatic return? Right. Because the Bible said give. He didn't say stand there and wait for a thank you. He didn't say stand there and wait for the pleasant trees. He just said give. That's it. And then it will be given unto you. But what are you waiting for? Are you doing it for the, the grands, for the days? I can't stand the right. days because the days know what they can do. So at this point in time, I ain't doing it for the days. I'm doing it for what God assigned me to do. Yeah. That's. Listen to me. I'm sorry, y'all. I, no. I was the one that. that I, I, ooh, especially if they had disrespect come her way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm talking about zero to, to a, a million. Real I done passed a hundred. Real quick. Because I'm like, like she's coming out here mm-hmm. multiple times a day. I mean, and feeding good. Like, it ain't no paper bag right. ham sandwiches. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like Miss Deb is feeding them, feeding them. Yeah. Right. And like people like like they don't want this no more. Like, oh. <laughs> brother, don't I ain't say that. brother, no. but you know, <laughs> Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Listen, this one guy he took me that one day, sis. Mm-hmm. I was out there. We was just having good old block love. It was hot. It was during the summer. Mm-hmm. He came and he had already got into it with people before. And I was just like, oh, here you go. Like, y'all just come, be calm. I'm telling everybody else to be <laughs> relaxed. And he knocked a plate out of your hand. A plate. Like, she's giving him a plate. Oh, I was in the trailer. Next thing I know, I'm oh, I'm I'm after. Didn't know he could run that fast. <laughs> okay, they people got me, and he went. Then he he turned around and air gun. He wasn't he I, wasn't I up here, but I didn't have air guns on me. Right, you had the real deal. Yeah, okay. okay, Lord, Lord, I was, was back here. He, he was back right here. here. <laughs> he was back here now. And, but there. it was just because I loved Miss Deb and what they were about. So I'm like, like how? Yeah. How can you see someone with, I mean, Jesus and God oil just drippy all yeah. down her. And she's offering everything to you guys. Yeah. And to be disrespectful, that just... Oh my gosh, Jesus! Was, they did it. Can you, they did that to Jesus. But the thing I couldn't have been is, a disciple. Yeah, but you them. have to I meet them. Where I would have shanked a couple people. Well, you got to. Yeah. You got to look at it as okay. If they've got a mental health issue, or they got a substance abuse issue, I was gonna or some, you know, right. they had a trigger, right. right? Or they get a trigger. <laughs> like we mm-hmm. never know what it is. But that's when I always tell people, don't react. Because a lot of times when you react, you're aggravating that spirit in them. Because mm. y'all got to remember, now don't let, look, now listen, I'm not being too churchy, but listen, <laughs> we wrestle not against flesh and blood, right? right? So whatever's raising up in them is a spirit. And that spirit may even have recognized the spirit in me, and there was immediate conflict. Yeah, I was just trying to right. lay hands on them. 
So yeah, oh yeah, you were getting ready to, and you did. You went back, and you know, but we won't talk about that. We ain't gonna talk about it. (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna leave that part of the story out. Not sure. Because the battle is God's, not yours. Double (laughs) bite. I was gonna say, how did that end? But we get it. You know, we get it a lot. We get the mental health issues. We get the substance abuse. We see the fights. We see the arguments. You know, no lie, you all. We've been in the shootouts. You know, but it does not stop our serving. Hold on, now wait. Go back to shootouts. Yeah. yeah, we've been in the middle of the shootouts. We yeah. were actually in the middle of one last year. And um, big shout out to Taste Catering and Chef Steve because his car was riddled with bullets. And um, by the grace of God, he had just emptied out the heating unit to put the food out. And when he was pulling off, his car was riddled. I'm talking about riddled with bullets. But he said he had watched the movie and he saw the guy get down under the steering column. And so that's where he went. And when the police pulled the warming um, unit out of the back of his car, there was a bullet lodged in it. And they said that would have went right into his back through his heart. Mm. So, you know, with Chef Steve, I didn't think he was going to come back out. And he's literally a walking angel. All he got was grazed by a bullet. Do you know that following week he was out with another meal for us? But that's just how much he believes in what we do. And I think him and his um, beautiful, beautiful wife, Taylor, I think it it just increases our belief when you see that. And it it makes the mission even bigger because it's not about us. And I have to remind the team we're covered. You know, we've seen a lot out there, but we are literally covered. And it's not easy, you know, because a lot of us have been through trauma and we may get triggered, but we got to remember why God assigned us to this mission. Yeah. Like my team is not made up of people with um stuffed collars and, you know, polo shirts and button downs and suits and stuff. No, we come out there ready to roll. Like I got on crops now, but normally, you know, they're not in sports mode. But when I'm out there, you know, I had to put them in sport mode. But you know, we have on J's, we out there, like we rolling. Like my my uniform is my hoodie and my leggings, yeah. my t-shirt and my leggings. Like we ready for whatever come our way, but that's not what we're there for. We're not there for confrontation. But you know, got the Bible also say we gotta watch and pray. Mm-hmm. You know, so when we're out there watch. covering and we praying, we watching too, we making sure that the team is covered, those that we're serving are covered. And being prepared, and I, I never thought God would have me on a mission like this, but he sends me the right soldiers, you know, because like I said, seeing Doc, Doc went from Doc Reed to um, Cujo. I have no idea <laughs> where that killer came yeah. from. I was like, okay, that's what we need on our team. I love Man. it. So, you know, you just got to be locked and ready and, and roll with it. But that's what the block is about. You know, I always think about Erica Badu. The block is hot. Like, we literally, we get it in on the block. Yes, it's indeed. our block. Yeah. You know, like I asked him before I even started serving. I said, "Can do y'all mind? If I even come out here and serve y'all, like I, this is y'all's domain, y'all's domicile. And I always tell people that volunteer, do not come out here questioning what they smoking on or anything else or what you may hear or smell or anything because that's none of your business. We on their block. Right. Be nice to them. If you're nice to them, to our block family, they're going to be nice to you. But if you disrespectful, guess what? You're going to get disrespect back. Right. You know, it's all in what you put out in the atmosphere. Like everybody always say, girl, you say I love you to everybody or beautiful to everybody. And I got questioned about that very often. Look at Dari. I got questioned. <laughs> and I say, you know what? I want people to feel beautiful. 
I want people to feel seen. I want people to feel loved when they come through that line. Like if you're a mean volunteer, you can't be on my line. Right. You can't. We had the meanest volunteer. Like you cannot be on our line. You have to be somebody that smiles, that this, you know, not feeling like you're being made to do this or like take this food. Not No. And we've had it. And I tell people, I, you can't come. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I wasn't on the line. Uh, for okay. Maybe Multiple once or reasons. twice. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't do that line. I was. I was good with the hand sanitizer and counting the people to come on. And when I tell you to stop, you better stop. Because I put my hands on. What I said, stop now. Like, but uh, <laughs> it's it's so dope going out there. Um, again, being with Miss Deb and Murph and Larry and the crew. Um, it was, it never felt like it was something that I had to do. Yeah. It was almost like, Ooh, I got to go clock in. Like, let's, let's, let's go. Let's, yeah. let's get this done. Um, and I even remember when I was doing it, Miss Deb had went out of town and <laughs> I was in charge of setting up. Oh. I said, Oh, hold on now. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. First, I wanted to put tables in my car. I'm like, I don't know. I had tables in my car. And the cooler. And the cooler. I'm like, Lord Jesus, pray for me. But it was, like Ms. Deb said, the love that you got from the people that you're helping. Yeah. It was so, like, <laughs> I have friends down there, or I'm not sure if they're still down there, but, like, I have regulars, I guess, that yeah. would come up to me. What up, dog? What up, boy? Like, you know, yeah. not even realizing this guy is yeah. in this situation. Like, I wasn't looking at him right. in that way or looking right. at her in that way. Um, and I, I'll never forget, I was leaving a Hornets game. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jesus. And I was walking to Did you to beat my... somebody else up? No. Okay. Jesus. Sorry. I, I was leaving a Hornets game and I was walking to my car. And one of the guys from the block, Antonio, mm -hmm. saw me. What up, Doc? I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, what up, Antonio? Like, everybody looking like, how does he know the homeless guy? Like, but it was just, you know what I mean? Like, Family. it was, yeah. it really was. Mm -hmm. It was, you got that type of vibe. And even this was like right before like the George Floyd mm -hmm. and uh, Sandra Bland. And, you know, I was in the protest down because I was real militant. Mm -hmm. I was in the protest mm -hmm. in downtown Charlotte and some volunteers were in the protest. And mm -hmm. even some of the community that we served was in the protest and mm -hmm. white, black, Hispanic, yeah. like it didn't matter. And it was just, man, like yeah. what Miss Deb does. And I've been downtown. I've been with them. On Milton Road, I've been with them on Beatty's Four. Miss Deb is not going to the Huntersville area of Beatty's Four. Well, wait a minute. Miss Deb is going like where Nikki. Don't Nikki's. judge that side. Now we got no, some I, people over there too. Not very as, few. Very few. Miss Deb is going like across from Nikki's in West Charlotte. Right. And she's going into the heart of Beatty's yeah, Four. Yeah. When we at Milton Road, we was at Milton Road Boys Club. Got you. You know what I mean? Like right. she's there, yeah, there. She's not on the it's, it's not a game. Right. Right, right, right. Come on. And to see it like everywhere she pulls up, it's just they feel it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when she comes out of her car, it's it's love. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would have to legit 
put her in her car and tell her to leave. Yeah. Or they would be around her 24-7 like, oh, I need this and I need this. And she trying to get sleeping bags and, and blankets and, and all this and that. And That's dope. the other thing, Miss Depp ain't giving them the little thin mm-hmm. Walmart blanket that, mm-hmm. you know, they got to have five of them mm-hmm. to be warm. No. Miss Depp is getting like sleeping, sleeping bags. Like these nice joints. I'm looking at some of the stuff sometimes like, you Can know I what? I need. You know what I mean? <laughs> Around Christmas time, I'm like, oh, that would be a good gift. You know what I mean? And it's just, again, Ms. Depp has a heart of gold. Yeah. She has, and she'll never tell, because I'm going to tell it, because she'll never tell. Multiple awards, multiple recognitions yeah. in the city. My mom met Ms. Depp last, was it last January or this past January? This past. This past January. And my mom instantly texted me like, you know, and you didn't tell. I'm like, sorry. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this lady doing all this good stuff. I could have been donating. I'm just, again, because like when you see Black Love, you hear about Black Love, you hear and see what Miss Deb is doing. You just want to be a part of it. And it's just so, again, it took me from, you know, doing like mission work in the church. Like, what everybody did growing up in church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It took that to a completely different level. Right. Because like Ms. Deb said, with certain church events, it's kinda I don't want to say staged, but, but you kind of know who you got coming sure. in there. A thousand percent, yeah. With the block? You don't know what you're gonna get. What you gonna get. I mean, a car fly by, everybody go to Right. All right. Yeah. You want some more pizza, brother? All right, you <laughs> know what I mean? You just keep it moving. Yeah. And I mean, it it was just, it, it was truly a blessing seeing, you know, all that love that was given. And uh, I caught COVID on the block. Um, no, you didn't. It was from your boys. I caught COVID on the, the block. Football team. Lord Jesus. It was. Every, so I was so upset. I, I was so upset. Miss <laughs> Dad was like, okay, guys, COVID is going crazy. I just want all my volunteers just to get tested, just you know, to make yeah. sure everybody good. Everybody is putting in our the group okay. chat, sending their results. Everybody negative, 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 negative. I'm around all these people. I'm like negative, negative. Okay, I'm gonna be negative too. I am the only <laughs> one that tested positive. You ain't get it from them. You you ain't get it from this. I'm like, wait a minute. I have my mask. I have my gloves. I'm the sanitizer person. I'm supposed to be the cleanest out there. I said, I be John Brown. I like, how did me get this? Out of all people. I mean, I feel like a cough coming on now because of the COVID. But um, so... Ms. Dad, what is, is there a, I, pro, I already kind of know the answer, I'm assuming. Is there a end goal to block love? Is there something where you've reached this point? It's like, I'm here now. I made it. Yeah, like, this is where I'm trying to go. I'm going to be honest, no. Because really, like. I get that question, but I get it on like, it's phrased a little bit differently. But you are, once again, the Bible talks about homelessness. 
So like if it talks about it, it doesn't talk about it at an end. It talks mm. about it as we're supposed to take care of those. Mm-hmm. So I feel like as long as life is on this earth, we have yeah. a job to do. Now, mm-hmm. my end is once I'm dead and gone, my kids or somebody take up the reins. Yeah, That's come on, CJ. You know, I really do. I just ask that somebody, you know, I hope that the legacy is let's continue this. Let's mm-hmm. keep doing it. You know, maybe we homelessness. I don't think it'll go away, but it won't be so prevalent in the city mm-hmm. of Charlotte and in Mecklenburg County. Um, but then we have problems like we have today with a pandemic and a high housing crisis, affordable housing mm-hmm. crisis. That just was like a, a horrible storm all at one time. Mm-hmm. You know, you talked about Huntersville. We actually had a team that was in Huntersville. They've since moved. It was a family. They they since moved to Louisiana. But when we saw people move from the heart of uh, Charlotte out and migrate to that area and saw the drug use migrate out there, it's just like, we got to get out there. We got to mm-hmm. make sure that they're taken care of. You know, but our goal, really, our end goal is that we pass this on to somebody. If it's not a block love, then it's somebody else. It's another organization. It's some kids that come along. It's a family that comes along, maybe even a church that comes along and continue, you know, because there were people before, way, way, way before me that are huge legacies in this city. Mm -hmm. You know, you got Miss Mary, you've got, um, uh, God rest her soul, Pastor Barbara Bruton. You've got so many that came way before we did, you know, even I call them aunt, but, uh, Pastor John P. Key, like you look at those that do the work and they move in silence, mm-hmm. right? you know, and not for the accolades, not for the wars, not for the grant. Right. They're yeah. doing it because Come it's on, the man. right thing to do. You know, during the protest, you know, I was too tired. To, I'm not allowed. I was too tired to march. But when I found out they needed milk, hey, we got milk down there. We got snacks. We got mm-hmm. this. We got yeah. that. I'm tired now. I can feed y'all, but I'm not walking. Like, listen, <laughs> you know, we got some, we got the one meeting in the park. And I thought we were just there for like a photo op. And they were like, y'all ready to march? I said, all right, I'm going to my car. Like, listen, I'd have been out all day. I can't do this. Yes. You know, back then, our nights were ending at 2 o'clock in the morning. So really, it was one day running into the next, you know. But through the protest, it birthed on um, Betty's Four Road. It birthed our community givebacks. You know, the food line got destroyed and we were just thinking, and once again, me and my crazy self, I wake up early in the morning on a Saturday and say, hey, team, y'all think we can uh, get everybody fed on Betty's Four Road? And they just follow right behind my crazy self. This was the day after. Yeah, that Friday. Wow, they really? told down Betty's Four Road. We was there that next day. I really? told him, I said, are y'all willing to come out with me? The grocery store windows have been broken out. People are going to need something to eat. They're going to need somewhere to go. So I contacted West End Seafood um, and Alicia Brown. She's with For the Struggle. And I was like, look, can we get some fish sandwiches? We got the fish sandwiches ordered. And we set up what started out as lunch, some drinks, some fruit. Before noon, we had a makeshift grocery store on Betty's for wow. Road. People were bringing us pallets wow. of fresh produce. Wow. We had formula, diapers, um, sports drinks. I mean, all types of snacks, chips, everything that you could think of until the grocery store doors open back up, which is like after two o'clock. But that helped us realize the need. And we started going into underserved communities that are what we call food deserts. Like there's no grocery store in a two mile radius, which would be walking distance. Yeah. So we felt like, hey, 
Let's start doing this. So mm -hmm. we started doing Delahaye. We started doing Southside Homes and um, Lakeview. We would literally just pop up on a Saturday. Like, everybody y'all down? What community can we go to next? Providing free groceries, a free meal, toiletries, household items. We were at the time a brawny giant. So we would have brawny paper towels. Um, we would have Bombas socks. So everybody got socks. Um, but we just, man, listen, anywhere there's a need, Block Love is there. We're not rolling out with our Block Love shirts. I just got signage. It wasn't about that. Right. right. Like, half the time, I only had cars on me because I'm not thinking about that. I'm not trying to promote me. Right. Because this is greater than I am. Right. You know, if anything else, I'm going to promote love and the love of Jesus Christ. I don't have time to promote everything else. You know, yeah. um, we pulled off an event. Um, what was it? Guns, gloves, gloves up, guns, guns down. down. And, um, you know, that event just really, it blew my mind. Um because Oscar still got rest his soul. That was a vision of his. His mother trusted Block Love to be a part of that. In an event we thought would only draw about 100, 200, maybe 300 people. We almost had a thousand people. And oh I don't know where gosh. it was like, it was when you talk about a loaves and fishes experience, we were able to feed everybody. I'm to my good. Wow. They had ribs, Come fried on, fish, chicken. When I'm we were able to feed everybody. Don't just give out. The brown paper bag lunches, now. Nah. What is happening? For Father's Day, Miss Deb, man. Banana pudding. Come on now. But a lot of that, now I Come can't say now. I cook, oh. but a lot of it comes from us spreading the word and people want to give. They want an opportunity yes. to, do, to do. They want to be able to sow. So we thank God for all of those that sponsor meals. Like in the very beginning, we had steaming up seafood. We had taste catering. We had Blue Star Restaurant and Grill. Um, one of our biggest supporters at the time, especially when we were doing 253 times a day, was Charles Robinson and his um, community outreach, community hub. I mean, we would have restaurants because of COVID. They didn't know what to do with the food, right. so they would reach out. You know, um, it, 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 we, uh, it was a soup kitchen that would deal with soup kitchen would help us out on Mondays with meals. But it was people that saw the mission and believed in the mission mm -hmm. and still believe in it to today. You know, the Mecklenburg County Sheriff's Office Community Engagement Team, they're there with us on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And on every other Tuesday, they provide Chick-fil-A. Come on you now. So, like, and we call that God's chicken. So when it arrives, like, so we had it this past Tuesday and we served over 161 people. But they know to come for Chick-fil-A Tuesday. You know, we and in that same Tuesday, we had tacos. So we had the Alexanders who became a part of the mission when Johnson C. Smith did HBCU Day. See? They are graduates from Johnson C. Smith. Oh. They continue to get back. Here it is going on year number four, and they're still hanging in there once a month. They provide a meal, and they said, Dad, we, we almost missed our month. Let's do Taco Tuesday along with Chick-fil-A. So that's why we served over 161 people. And then Thursday, I made all types of spaghetti, and we only served 60 people. So when they know Chick-fil-A is going to be there. Right, they're going to be there. Everybody comes up. to the block. <laughs> yeah, they're pulling up. Or like if I say we frying fish, everybody, everybody comes. You know, shout out to my pastor. She's probably going to get me for this. But Pastor Rosa Marion, Beauty for Ashes, 1417 Oakland Avenue. You better shout her out. You better shout Listen, her out. Listen, she was helping us when we didn't have anything. You know, she'd say, I'm making a pot of beans, or I'm making some 
pick thee or I've got something for you. I, and she would give me, yeah, she would give me stuff. I didn't even know how to cook like right. rhubarb. Like, what is what a rhubarb? Is I don't even know what that I is. That. But I would cut it up and learn how to cook it. She'd give me cheese, anything to Pizza make a meal. <laughs> right. You know, but that's what it's about. It's about community. It's about giving back. It's about showing love. And you know what? Just let your heart feel good when you go home. Stop looking for something in return. That's it. That's it. Because I got into it with Larry. Larry mm -hmm. would go live. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? He was like, bro, just pull up to the block. And that was the wrong thing to say to me back then. I'm like, oh, <laughs> what? Where we at? Like, what What happened? And, oh, gosh. you know, I went out one time. And I thought it was going to be like a one-time thing. Like, mm -hmm. okay, I did this. But no, I just wanted to keep coming back and keep coming back and keep coming back. And I keep telling Miss Deb I'm going to come back out there. But we're going to come back out I'm, there. I'm, I'm, I'm going to come back we're out gonna there. We're going to come back out there. Come back out there. So tell us. Okay, so tell us, how can we follow you? Like, what are your social media handles? Like, what? where are you? We are everywhere. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so I, always try to, I always try to direct everybody to our website. Okay. It's blocklovecot.org. We are on Facebook as Block Love Charlotte. We're on Instagram as Block Love Charlotte. Um, I do have a TikTok page, and I believe Come it's Miss Block Love. She don't be on it like that, though. Oh, I like do. That. I just, I don't even know what my little handle is. I'm, <laughs> I'm too busy sending out videos to my kids, annoying them. Um, you know, we we travel also, so we always tell people if there's a city near you that you were interested in, Please reach out to us. And um, we've got our car show coming up on June 11th. That is a Sunday. Yes. We're going to be at 1600 West Trade. Um, we are so excited. That's the West Complex. We're asking everybody to bring your family, bring your mom and them, your kids. Come on out. It is a family-friendly event. If you're interested in registering your slingshot, your Jeep, your motorcycle, or your car, the information is on our website on the tab that says Block Love Charlotte Car Show 2023. Let's like I said, go. it's free. We just um, are asking people to donate. So when you hit the door, you're going to scan something because you're going to give something. <laughs> That's it. Because um, we got to keep this mission going because yes. this work, we do rely on volunteers. We are, you know, gearing up to get some additional funding. But it does take those that really take our mission to heart. Yeah. And um, just by love, liking, and sharing, it's free. It doesn't cost you anything, but it will get this mission going. It will keep it yes. going. It will sustain us because where there's vision, there's provision. Come on now. Hey, that a preach. She a whole pastor. Come on, that a preach. She a whole pastor sitting over is there. Is there a donation button on the there website? Is. Okay. There is a donate now button on our website. We have Cash App Dollar Sign Block Love CLT. CLT. We have PayPal Team at Block Love CLT. Come on, PayPal We have Venmo Block underscore Come Love on, underscore Charlotte. Do you have Zelle? We do not have Zelle oh. because it is our business account, and oh, they yeah. prefer that we stay away from Zelle. Absolutely. Um, but I don't you want no crooks in your yeah, account. Yeah, yeah. You can always send us a check yes. made out to Block Love. That Charlotte. will clear. That will clear. Oh my God. You got to be Pacific. Oh my yes, God. Yes, you do. But if there's anybody in need, um, we registered also with 211. So if you get anybody that says, hey, I ran into someone that's in need, they're homeless and they don't know who to turn to, they can call 211. 211 can always refer them to Block Love. I always give that out versus our phone number because mm -hmm. 211 is so much easier to remember. They get to us and we're able to provide them with needs from housing navigation to clothes, tents, tarts, sleeping bags, whatever they need, we're here for it. Come on, Connections. I mean, baby. 
Come on, connection. Whole connection. I'm about to call Charlotte. Everything. Miss Debs. Okay. Okay. Shout out to my team, Larry Mims. I call him Larry. The world calls him No Limit. I call him Larry. Big bro. Um, big shout out to Tobin Murphy. He's our operations my boy manager. Big shout out to Lee Andrew Garrett. She is the unity in the community person. <laughs> like we call it firecracker for a reason. <laughs> and of course, my kids, um, Kira, CJ, and Sierra, they work hard for me. <laughs> and, you know, they earn their yes. keep. And big shout out to my husband who always holds me down. Who Hubby stalked me down. on the block. Like he literally stalked me. It was us in the city of Charlotte employees and uh, solid ways. And he would just kind of like. We need to sleep in there. <laughs> who is always mm-hmm. by my side he works effortlessly and hard for us and i truly appreciate him and to all of our volunteers all of our supporters those that love us continue to love us because this work can't stop amen come on now i feel good just by sitting here talking to her like i, got, I, got I feel to get, I got to get back out there i gotta get out there <sighs> We got to Lord Jesus. Churches got to. Churches need to get out. There. That's that's my crew. That's churches. Church. That's churches. That's what Come on. Thank you for joining us today. Right. Thank you all for the invitation. She's so sweet. Listen. She's now so y'all sweet. see what I was saying earlier. Miss Deb ain't no auntie. Oh my gosh, you. That's convicted. Come on now, Miss Deb ain't nobody's auntie. You feel convicted for saying no? She like your with, mama. She not said how many times Miss Deb say she like her mama to them people on the block. Well, y'all always tell them I say y'all older than me. Y'all call me mama, but I I, <laughs> I count it now as a term of endearment because yeah. I used to be offended. I'm like, bro, I look at you. I mean, I done <laughs> seen some with one of these, <laughs> Mama Dale. Like, brother, come on, man. God bless you. You a month away from the ground. Stop playing. Sorry, Jesus. Oh, oh my God. That one snuck out of me. Churchish fam. Thank y'all so much for joining us. Yes. Y'all can follow us at churchish underscore podcast on IG, the churches podcast on Facebook. Facebook. That's right. Um, make sure you like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Shout out to my man D behind the lens. Shout out to our guy Will. Will wonder. We could not do it without him. Literally. And if anybody needs some beats or whatever, I Will, finally listened to listen, Will's stuff. That oh boy my on God. Them drunk. We'll be Let's killing it. So. Oh my beats be goodness. Here. Beats be hit. I'm going to tag you on that. And we got to get D in the club so D. we can turn up like they're doing in ATL. Because right. when I saw that gospel club in Atlanta, Literally. and they going in the club for Jesus. And was lit in the club. For See, Jesus. that's the problem right there. Did you just say lit? Lit. Oh, I mean, they went like they was gospel lit. Uh, they was you burning bush. You they just got burning bush lit. All right, church fam. It's been real. It's been fun. Ooh, it's been I'm real sorry, fun. Jesus. Oh, holla. Shata. The glory cloud has lifted. Not the glory cloud. <laughs> All right, sis. All right, church fam. We out. Bye, y'all.